Hello everybody, welcome in. It is your host Maya Alicia and I'm back with another one-on-ones with Maya Alicia. And today's guest is going to be a hottest new artist, Jehovah. He just dropped his album, Juvie's World. You can stream it on all streaming platforms. And I'm really excited to talk to him because it's really a full circle moment for me because we go way back to high school and he's coming up and he's just doing his thing. But I'm not going to say too much because I'm going to let him get into it and do the talking. And you guys just stay right there and I'm going to add him in. Hello. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Thank you so much for joining me to talk one-on-one with me. Now, you know you're the hottest new artist in the 803, so I got to run down your credentials. So you charted on Apple twice, charted across all genres twice, top five and top 200 twice, 2021 top 12 artists in the 803, yeah. Jet R&B Artist of the Year, featured in Radar Magazine, Billboard New York City Times Square, and you just dropped the album, Juvie's World. Hey, and- man. Just put out a Christmas song called Red Deer Game. So it's really back to back with the wins. So I want to get the block real quick and let's take it back to high school when you were. You about, to, you about to make me take a shot. All of, all of them accolades. Hold on. Oh, you really Hold doing on. okay? Let it back to back, okay? Wins for wins and it's only up. So we're going to spend a block. We're going to take it back to high school when you were just introducing yourself as Jehovah and, you know, introducing your music to the world. So I want to know. How did you come up with Jehovah? Because I know Jehovah for me means God of Israel. So what does that mean to you? Um, you know, really, I, I'll say how I got the name. So my mom nicknamed me Judah out of the Bible. Um, so for a while, my nickname was Juju, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, as you get older, them them two two syllables, it, it get dropped off to one. So um, it became Jew after that. And then, uh, you know, it was a time period, I, I want to say like middle school, high school, where girls were putting a prefix to their nickname or, or maybe their whole name in front of Beyonce. So you had girls walking around talking about like Kayonce or Kiyonce or, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? It was a time period where girls was doing that. So as a guy, as a man, I was thinking like, yo, like what can I put, you know, my prefix on to be hard? Like what, what can I, you know? What can I name myself to stand out? And I'm like, Jehovah, it's nothing better than that. Honestly, I just swapped the J-E with J-U. So that's how I came up with that. Exactly. It's very different. It has a ring to it. Because you know you want to be different in the rap game, in the industry. So that's how you came up with the name. So what made you want to become a rapper? And how did you break into the music? Uh, what made me become a rapper? Uh, Man, I'm going to be honest. At the time, this this around high school. I had just, you know, I was playing sports. I had just torn my ACL, so I wasn't playing sports no more. Um, it was a, it was a little shorty that I had liked in high school. She was in love with music, like made me love music even more type shit. So I'm like, yo, and every time I came around shorty, like I got tongue tied. Like I couldn't even tell her like, yo, I'm fucking with you. I like you, this, that, and the third, but I know she rocked with music. So, um, you know, what I did was I made her like three songs. I'm like, yo, you like music. Let me go ahead and let me take my shot at it, see how you like these songs so I can, you know, tell you this how I'm feeling. And that's really how it stuck. Folks, like, fucked with them first three songs. And ever since then, I've just been using it as an outlet to vent, to, you know, um, really just get my thoughts out there. So would you say it was hard making your entry into the industry? Like, how did you go about that? Did you have a good support system? Um, Into the industry or to, like, making music? Just period. <laughs> Let's let's start with making music. How, what what would you say with that with making music? Oh, with making music, yeah, it's like, 
man, when you first make your first song, like hearing yourself, like I, I used to cringe every time I heard my music. I'm not gonna lie, I'm like, yo, man, that's what I sound like. Like this is terrible. But as time went on, I started falling in love with like the art of making music, like like uh like the beats. Like I, I still love beats to this day. Like I ride around all day and listen to the same beat and not even try to write anything on it. So as time went on, I started falling in love with like like the different aspects of music, like different melodies, different flows, different beats, uh, different instruments in the beats and shit like that. So, yeah. So would you say, would you say, I know you rap and sing a little bit. Would you categorize yourself as a rapper or a singer or both? Because you dibble and dabble in each of them. Yeah, like I, I find, I don't know. It, that's a hard question because I don't know. I don't even like calling myself either or. You get what I'm saying? Like I like somebody asked me like what I do. I'm like oh, I'm an artist because I I don't want to mm -hmm. compartmentalize myself or like just box myself into oh I'm just a rapper oh I'm just because yeah you you're you get triple threat vibes because you're a writer you sing you rap so yeah you're just you're just a creative you're a creative yeah and and that's what I'll say I say I'm a creative I'm an artist because uh, you know yeah. music is not even the only medium I fuck with man. I like to paint. You know what I'm saying? I like to take pictures. I like to be a photographer sometimes. Like, I, I fuck with art as a whole, so. Okay, and what made you categorize yourself as a blues artist? Man, okay, so let me ask you a question. I know I'm getting you. Let me ask you a question. What, what, <laughs> the, what kind of music do you think blues artists make? Like, what, what do you think their topic is in, in their music a lot? I say, okay, are you saying artist-wise? Because I would... Yeah, or, just the content of blues songs, period. Like, what are they talking about in their, in their music? That's a good question. Okay, blues artists, I would say, is they're going through the blues. They're going through it. They, they're putting their energy into the music. They're putting their, their feelings into that music. They're, they're, they're talking about something. They're talking about their life or whatever. So, okay. Yeah. Every song that I make, you, you answered the question perfectly. Every song that I make is about my life. Like, it's about me going through it. Like, you feel me? Feeling these emotions and, and you know what I'm saying? So when I talk about that, like I may rap or I may sing, but like when every song is like that, I'm like, yo, this not even just R&B no more. It's not even hip hop no more. Like this is blue. Like this is, you know what I'm saying? I'm really touching, uh -huh. touching hearts with, with the music that I make, so. And I can say that too, cause from top to bottom, from the whole album Juice Row, from Wife and Freak to Session 30 Jew, I can see you putting your all into it. Like you're giving, you're giving us the feel, you're giving us what you're going through. And well, since we let's let's hop into the album because you gave me the background. We spent the block, so let's hop into the album. You gotta walk me through that process of creating the album. Like, how did you? How are you doing that in the studio? How do you come up with the the lyrics and how are you feeling and the beats and stuff like that? Since yeah. we're talking about you know the blues, basically. And I'm hand choosing all of the beats. I get a lot of beats all the time, and it's like. I don't know if I'm a tempo guy or instrument guy. Like, I really like guitars. I really like a lot of bass. But, like, samples are really where, you know, I, I love samples. Like, it, it's music that resonates with you. Um, it feels good. It takes you back to a time. You know what I'm saying? So that makes it easy for me to get on those type of beats and those type of tracks because it's, like, it's already a feeling. So when I hear those type of beats and I'm, I'm in the studio, I'm making that type of shit. Like, I got, I got a home studio. I, I rarely even go outside to the studio now it's like whenever i get a beat i plug it in put it in pro tools and i'm sitting with the beat and whatever comes out first like that's what i'm recording whether it's a noise a melody a sound like i record kind of i don't know maybe a lot of people record like this but 
I may not even say nothing. I may just mumble some shit and just play it back. I'm like, okay, that sounds good. Let me can, let me go back and add some words. You get what I'm saying? So I rarely write anymore. Um, it's all like spur of the moment shit. Like whatever comes to my mind, uh, that's that's what I'm putting on the track. So wow. I, I formulate the whole song just off of you know mumbling, and then I'll go back in and and plug in the words and make everything make sense. Wow. So basically, so you just, you get in the studio and you just like, okay, I mess, like, say you say a word like feel, then you start going off of feel. Oh, so basically you're just going with your own flow. Yeah. I, I feel like the best things that come together is when you're just going with the flow. No, definitely. Definitely. Like first, like the first feeling or the first word that I get that I say anytime a beat come on, I'm like, all right, bet that's why I'm about to take the song. Let me see how I can build around this word you get what i'm saying or i'll be in there if i'm in there with somebody else i'll be like yo give me a word like what would you call this beat a lot of the times i'll go off of the name of the beat so whatever the producer name the beat like uh they can name the beat like lucky night i got a beat that was called lucky night that's what the whole song was about like a lucky night like that's that's really how i do it sometimes so okay and i like how you mentioned the samples because in the album, you was using Poppin', Chris Brown, Ashanti, um, Usher, and I really do appreciate how you use those your use of samples because it flowed with the um, the music so well. So, what goes all into getting samples? Because you know some people get sued, and it's hard to be able to use people's samples. So, and me and my manager was just talking about this. So like, when it goes to, to like clearing samples, I'm on some shit. Like, if they come to me trying to sue me. That's what it is. They heard it. They heard it. And now, you feel me, it reached the ears that I wanted it to hear. It, it reached the amount of people that I wanted it to reach. So I'm not really tripping about people coming to sue. If they come, they heard the music. That's all I care about. You feel me? That's true. Oh, so you risque. You risque. Yeah, yeah. My whole life is built off of risk taking. So hey, I'm, I'm big on that. I love it. I love it. So have, have anybody ever came across your music celebrities that you have used? Yeah, definitely. Um, like Mario, I sampled him on his album. He didn't like directly hit me up, but he hit mm -hmm. up he hit up my the person who made the cover of the album. Like I guess I don't know if he's in Times Square. He was like, Yo, yo, I just seen your work. This shit is crazy. So I don't know. Like they may not have a problem with it. They may not hit me, you know what I'm saying? But the graphic designer was like, Yo, Mario just hit me off the album. I know he heard it. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it'd be it'd be little stuff like that. They may not say nothing, but hey, if they come, they come. Exactly. Wow, that's amazing. So the Billboard Times Square, um, the Billboard in Times Square, how did you go about, what was that process, getting a billboard? Because not everybody has billboards. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't have billboards. I mean, a lot of people don't have billboards. But really, I just sat back and I was just thinking, like, what can I do that's different? What's a marketing strategy that's different? Like, what's... You know, only only artists that are signed are doing billboards because they got a big budget to do that. So independent, I'm thinking like, all right, what what can I what can I do to you know bring bring that motion to an independent artist like myself? So I'm like, all right, bet I need a billboard. Whatever I got to do to get a billboard, I'm gonna put those funds aside and I'm gonna allot the funds to go get that billboard. And that's what I did. And it, it was a surreal feeling just seeing myself, you know, among those lights in Times Square. It was crazy. Wow, is it still up there, or was it only up there for a time? Still running. So if you go to New York right now, you gonna see it. So I feel like that plays a big part of uh, you know the success that the album is having too. 
You get what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. still charting. I think it's like at number twenty three right now in the blues, but it's still up there. Okay, so um, what I want to say is, artists that are trying to come into the industry, what tips would you give them? Because you get you're giving us your whole process. So what what advice would you give new artists? It gotta feel right to you. That's the first. Uh, that's the first piece of advice. Anything you do has to feel right for yourself. I'm not big on taking advice. I'm gonna be honest. Like I bump heads with a lot of people when it comes to like how I want to do things because I already got a vision for myself. Um, so I feel like you know know what you want to do, so you don't so your plan doesn't get altered. You get what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I, I need to new artists to like know the route that they want to take and anything that doesn't align with that route you can you know how to shed it out or you know like oh no nah, that's not gonna take me where i'm i'm trying to go or if it's something like this if it's advice that's gonna enhance my vision already mm -hmm. with it. but if it's advice that you know somebody just coming with their own vision like nah, you know you know to stay away from that because they're trying to put their own vision on you you get what i'm saying exactly it's all about staying true to yourself and your vision and your brand because yeah a lot of getting getting intake from other people can really you know discombobulate the whole process yeah, it could cloud your it could cloud your whole your whole process and now you you, you done strayed away from what you actually want to do exactly so with new artists you know it's like a debate of being signed or being an independent artist i know you're an independent artist so what's your take on people that are signed um they be crying a lot. That's my take on it. They be crying. Like, like I feel like you knew what you signed when you signed it, and now you upset about it. Um, but nah, uh, I mean, shout out to everybody who gets signed, because not everybody can get a deal. Like, people will say nowadays, like, oh, anybody can get a deal, but that's not true. A lot of people can't get in these spaces and in these rooms, so if you do have a deal, shout out to you. But uh, I feel like signed artists need to do a better job at looking over their paperwork and bringing their artists in, the, in these rooms. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but they, they need to do a better job of bringing their lawyers into the room. Oh, exactly. Not just signing the paper because they are they um happy and stuff. So I know you created Carolina Sounds and you're an independent artist. So did you ever get a deal to get signed? Yeah, a, a lot of deals have been put in front of me. Um, not a lot of good deals, but a lot of deals have been put in front of me, and I think because of those deals is is what made me want to get business business savvy, and you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying really learn the industry because um like me and my lawyer was just talking about it like two days ago, man. I got a deal put in front of me, and it was a lifetime agreement. Like I, they would have had me in that deal for the duration of my life and after. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's little fine print details that. You gotta pay attention to, um, in, in in these boardrooms and in these meeting rooms because they they're really trying to own you for the rest of your life. And that's something I'm not with. So, Carolina Sound is, is my label. I do plan on signing um, signing artists eventually. You know, once I get my foot all the way in the door where I want it to be, um, and I can take time to invest into other artists like myself, I'm gonna definitely uh, get on that. Okay, okay. So what comes with being an independent artist? What what do you what I need to know the the ins and outs of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Being an independent artist, you're doing everything yourself, uh, until you find a team that can, you know, take a lot of that stress off of you. So, you know, before I got my manager as an independent artist, man, I'm playing with my manager, 
I'm 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 marketing myself. I'm recording myself. Um, you get what I'm saying? Like I'm my investor. Um, I'm my creative director. You know, I, I wear like as an independent artist, you wear a lot of different hats at one time. And um, you know, I say do it until you can't do it no more. And I feel like I've just reached a place where I just I got so much time going to other things right now that I had to bring on a team to you know like help me out. Like yo. Can you book these meetings for me? Can you, you you get what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely time. Uh, it comes a time, even as an independent artist, where you need help. You you may not need help from a label, but you need help as far as getting a team. And a lot of people like to, um, you know, boast about doing everything themselves, but it ain't no fun in that. I'm gonna be honest. Like when mm-hmm. you together and y'all can you know work good together, that's when the best things happen and strength in numbers. So. Um, it definitely comes a time as an independent artist where you need a team by your side helping you uh, achieve what you're trying to achieve. So seeing that you're the brains behind everything, I mean, you do have a a, a, a team. Do you find yourself ever being like, oh, I want to give up, I don't want to do this? Um, I say I had, I used to have them thoughts when I was dolo. You, know, you get what I'm saying? When I was doing everything myself, definitely. You always had them thoughts like, man, uh, maybe I need to go do some other shit. This is a lot. But um, nah, it's, since I've got a team, it's more so putting the right people in the right positions. Um, definitely not that I want to stop. You just have to have the right people, you know, helping you achieve that goal. Like I was saying, if you got the right people in your corner in your team, you won't stop them. Exactly. Okay. So on the album, what's what's your favorite song? All of them, man. I like all of them. I put my heart into all of them. Nah, but uh, let's see if I can. I can't really choose one. I got a little top five for you, I think. So I would say, I would say, popping, ride for me, um, suffer, uh, Juvie's World freestyle. Just cause that's different. I don't, I don't too much rap like that all the time. Um and wife and freak the intro, mm-hmm. yes I think that's five that's five right? I think that was five I think that was five but I'm a, I'm gonna let you everything I like I like every song for different reasons yeah yeah that's what I like about the album it's like first of all you have some songs for the girls okay popping is for the girls I got me some caps out of that and I'm I'm already a Chris Brown fan so I feel like that was just chef kisses so I love popping and mm-hmm. then session thirty Jew. That was that was tough. Like how you put the spin on Summer Walker and you you added show flow to it. Like first of all, I gotta ask, how did you? What made you say, let me add Summer Walker in here and put Session Thirty Jude? I gotta know that. Oh, I'm gonna be honest. That's a beat. Like when I heard Session Thirty Two, I heard that shit like when it first came out. Like she dropped it as a single. It wasn't even on her album yet. Um, and I I think I made it back then. Like I made that song. I probably got the beat in like 2018, 2019. Um. And that's when I wrote that song. So when I was going through picking songs for this album, like realizing that the songs that I was like having on this album was all samples, I was like, oh, okay, bet this is the perfect time to put this out because I was never going to drop it. You know what I'm saying? Like I make a lot of my music to vent. So I probably got two, 300 songs just on my computer that just I never see the light of day just because I made it to vent. You know what I'm saying? I ain't made it to put out. Um, but... That's how that's how that song, you know, got on that album. And I been had that song. That's why I put the, you know, the title. I mean, the date in the in the title of that song. So I called that session thirty Jewel just because I don't know it rhymed. I'm gonna be honest. It did. 
<laughs> but nah, yeah, I feel like with any sample I get on, I feel like I'm putting my own spin on it, to be honest. Like, it don't really, I don't take too much of the old song because the sample is in there. Like, I'm going to make it sound like a whole new song. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So, do you be sending your music out to the celebrities that you sample? Because somebody can hear that. That's good. Y'all need to collab. Somebody call Summer up, man. If I'm gonna... All right, we're going to have to call Summer up. We're going to have to get her in the studio with you, okay? Yeah, Summer need a whole EP. Like you said, I make, I make music for the girls, and I feel like if <laughs> I can uh, collab with a dope female artist like Summer, Dreezy, Tink, uh, who else? Cash, dog. I don't know. I like I like what women are doing in music right now, and if I can collab with some of them or all of them, it'll be a crazy project. That would be dope for real. I, and you go, you you already don't you you're okay. Je, je, oh, Jehovah, almost you almost but government. Hold on. <laughs> so Jehovah, no, you're already doing your thing. Like I see big things for you, and personally, I feel like popping gonna be that song because yeah. that's my favorite. My baby cousin was dancing to it. She was dancing to popping. Like I love popping, but we know in music and in the industry, we all know what comes with it is haters. So how do you deal with haters? I don't see him. Oh, that's a good answer. If uh, it's a song that dropped, I think Rico Richie. I, I happened to meet him um, when I was I was on tour with another artist in like 2016, 2017. He had this song called uh, "Popping" or some shit. But it, it was like, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. You get what I'm saying? Uh, I, that song I played that song the other day because when I when I do scroll or somebody send me something or somebody hating, I'm just like. I must be doing something right. I feel like that's what everybody think um, at this point. If, if if ain't nobody hating, then you you ain't doing something right. Exactly. A commotion. I feel that. I feel that. So on your um album, what all the out all the songs are are bomb. All the songs are bomb. But what every every artist has that one song that blew up. What you think yours gonna be? <sighs> Shit popping like you said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It, it was either in my head, it was either addicted or popping because addicted still do numbers. Like, addicted is still putting points on the board for me. Um, so, either one of them, like, I just feel like it takes the right person to hear it, and then my world can change forever. But uh, popping, popping took off from the moment that I dropped it. Like, the moment that I uploaded that shit, it went crazy. I think it's at like half a million plays right now. So I know, you know, if the right person throw that on TikTok or throw that, you feel me? It's over with. It's yeah, over with. It's up for you. And I and I do. I want to say ride for me too. That's I like ride for me. I can. That is either ride for me. Yeah, I, I knew I rock with you. Yeah, rock oh. is is my like close favorite. Like I played them back to back. I'm like, I honestly think ride for me better than popping. No, I don't. Okay, okay. I gotta argue. Let me argue. Cause ride. Like two different vibes. Ride for me. You saying you gonna ride for me? Yeah. Like, but popping is giving me, you know, for the girls. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. That's hard. They both two different songs and they both bomb. We can't put them against each other. We can't put them against each other. Okay. We gonna see. We gonna see. It's December twentieth, twenty twenty one. We gonna see which one blow up and we gonna come back. What, what you what you put your bed in for? I'm saying popping. I'm all in popping. I'm gonna just play devil's advocate. I'm gonna say ride for me. So whichever one, whatever. Okay. Oh. You trying to bet something? You trying to bet on it? Yeah. What's up? What you trying to bet? <laughs> Yo, you gotta tell. 
you the artist. You gotta tell me what we betting. And don't don't be crazy now. Don't be too crazy. I got I got free tickets to all my shows. Whichever one blow up. If if Poppy blow up first, I got free tickets to all my shows. Dog. Okay. Okay. And I get I gotta come up with something on my side. Yeah, if, yeah what's up? If don't, I'm gonna be still supporting you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm right But no, but no, okay. So I meant to also ask too. I gotta know. Would you ever? Do you have celebrities asking you to write for them? Cause you are a writer too. Yeah. Um. I actually had a little uh, situation uh, up at Grand Hustle where I was writing for folks. Um. I'm gonna be honest. I'll do it, but I don't too much like writing for people just because. Um. Like my songs be my baby. So like, if I write for you in that moment, that's that's different. I may go back and listen to the song like, damn, I wish I kept that for myself. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie, because I'm not at my peak yet. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like anything that's hard or could, like, put me on that platform, I'm like, damn, I should have been selfish with that shit. I should have used that for myself. But at the same time, writing gives you uh, different different kinds of connections and, you know what I'm saying, plus you with different people. But um, I'll I be at a funny place with writing. I'm not gonna lie. I, some days I'll be with it. Some days I'll be like, nah, I need that. Like, I got an email the other day to write for, uh, I think, like, NLE Chopper or some shit. Mm. Uh, but I was just like, mm. <laughs> I, I sent them Baby Mama, right? I, I sent them that record, but then, like, you know, Baby Mama's on the album. So I'm like, ah, let me snatch that back real quick. I need that. You get what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. No, I, I, get, I, I definitely get what you're saying because I feel like, I like, I like gatekeeping my stuff because, It'll be it'll be just your luck. You give somebody something and boom, it blow up. Yeah, I, I would feel a way. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm like fuck, like that. Was, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And my thing is, I don't like giving people too much of my, you know, my special sauce. Yeah. People be trying to steal your. Well, nobody can steal your flow. You're uniquely you. But people be trying to steal your stuff, and then no, just gatekeep. I agree, gatekeep. And like I said, it's only up for you. And big congrats on everything. I gotta say before you go, in one of your songs you said manifest my wants because I got all I need. So what are we manifesting for 2022? Oh once. Oh I need me a house on the island. Um what else? What else do I want? Uh, unlimited vacations. <laughs> like I I mean, like I said, man, I got all my needs, so I feel like I'm not needing for nothing. What else I want? I want me a Range Rover. I need a G-Wagon for my lady. She want a G-Wagon. I want that. She don't need that. I want that. She want that. I want that for her. Um, I don't know, man. Just, I don't know. Okay, let me ask you this. Can't put too much out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm up for try, to, try to block my blessings. Nobody, no, nobody can block your blessings. Look, we were yeah. that. But I got to also ask, what do you, where do you see yourself in 2022 as an artist? Uh, I feel like I said that in that same song. We gonna go on tour next year. Uh, we tour next year. I'm gonna touch my first million next year. Um, I, I just feel like I'm gonna be more, uh, more widely known. Uh, you, the sound is gonna spread even more next year. Like next year is gonna be that breakout year for me. I feel like um, as far as the music, you know, reaching the the heights that it needs to reach. Exactly. No, I, 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 I feel staying in the comments. Yes, sir. I, I 
like, yeah, I feel like 2022 is a different year. I don't know. I mean, everybody said that, but I definitely feel like it's a different year. It's up for you. Okay, Reindeer Games out now, period. And Juby's World out now on all streaming platforms. And guys, he gave us the background. He gave us all things Je Jehovah. And it's only up for you. And let me show you the album, y'all. Go stream that. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard right there. Look at that. Okay, we got the album. Y'all go yeah. stream Go follow Jehovah. And it's only up. Thank you so much for joining me. And for having me. Yes, big ups to you. Thank you. Bye. Have a good night.